With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He was ecstatic with it. He got to do it. Though. Come on, raped with a draw. KSI, right? Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, KSI. Come on, dog. You got to do it, man. You know you got to do it. You too. ain't going to die. You know, go on there. <laughs> hey, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> I mean, what, it's, what late, else? it's 8.45. We got a really important guest tonight, and we're going to worry about the fucking intro. Let's get right into this shit. Nah, bro, but I just... Now, fuck the intro. All right, fuck it. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening, watching, subscribing. You know we love you. Uh, we do an audio-only Q&A with the guest after the visual is done, so big ups on the audio version on Spotify and iTunes. <laughs> uh, my boy Evan is filling in today. Woo! Uh, roommate Evan, Dwarf Mama, because... Soy Boy Spencer is... He's training for a triathlon. Oh, is that what he's doing? Yeah. It's funny because he's, he's Soy Boy as he is, he's, he's, he does triathlon. No, oh, yeah, he's... boss shit, he, Spencer beast. is a fucking beast. Yep. Um, who else is a beast? Our guest today. Possibly the most badass beast on planet Earth. Guys, I want to introduce our guest. He is a rapper. He is an actor. And one of the baddest people walking on the planet. It's the number one welterweight fighter in the world... UFC champion Tyron Woodley. Two Woods. We out here in these streets. Let's go. What's up, guys? How you doing? Yo. What's up, G? Good to see you, man. How you doing? Great. Good to see you as well, brother. How you been? Uh, I've I've been phenomenal. I'm thankful that you were able to make it in today. Your schedule's been fucking crazy today, right? Crazy. Press tour, right? You know, it's a part of the game. I'm glad to get it out the way, you know, that Monday instead of like Wednesday, Thursday. Wednesday, Thursday, I'm cranky. Mm. I'm cutting weight. Mm. I want to fuck everybody up. Yep, yep, and I'm not yep. really trying to do no interview. So I wish I could. I told him today, I said, y'all should think about doing this three weeks before the fight because it's not going to be fight week. And I said, you know what? I think my opponent's going to beat my ass. Yep. No, I think I'm going to beat his ass the whole time. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the same answers. <laughs> so instead of bugging my weight cut, and fucking with us all on Monday, the week of the fight. Let's knock this out three weeks earlier. So it's, they weren't really feeling it. No, I feel that. No, <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm glad we got you now, bro. And like uh, you, you said, you're giving the same answers. The goal on Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world, is to switch Man, it up I'm a little like, bit. I like this. We're going to switch go. this shit up a lot. Switch it up, bro. So, yeah, you cutting right now? I'm cutting right now. You know what? I'm in a good mood right now because I'm still pretty heavy. So when I leave here, I get a workout in, then I'll start descending down. Uh, one thing about me is I sweat a lot, which is a gift. Yeah, and a that's curse. Me, too. me too, bro. But I'm not that young anymore. So <laughs> how, gotta, how old are you right now? I'm 36. So I gotta. I'm I'm young. I'm young yeah. enough, and my body still feel good. But I gotta. I gotta quit taking for granted the fact I know my ass can sweat a lot. Yeah. Because sometimes it gets, especially wintertime fights, it gets a um, cut time, and I'm like, damn, why the hell am I 190 right now? Damn. And you cut, you're cutting to what, 170? 170, yeah. What do, you, what do you miss eating the most when you're cutting? Shit, man, what don't I miss eating? <laughs> you know, the thing about me is I'm, I, I miss drinking, like... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I got complained about having to drink a gallon or two gallons of water a day. I complain about that. Cause it's hard to do if you ever try to do it like consistently for like a month or two. I thought you, I thought you meant like alcohol. Um, I was, I was like, I got that. You know what? Alcohol, gallon or two a day of that shit. That's a lot of fucking. <laughs> they have you That's on a, lot a of different booze, stratosphere. <laughs> but you know, like you start drinking all that water to just you know make your body hydrated, and then it come fight week. Now you realize you can't drink that much. You're like, fuck. Yeah. I had all these weeks where I complained about the shit. Little sips, and I, yeah. You know, Everything like I'm looking at that computer. And I'm thinking if it melt right now, I could drink it. I could drink it, <laughs> and I'd probably be smart as hell too. Yeah, bro. So, I bet. Yeah. I bet. Like, so not, food don't get me. Not to get too graphic, bro, but I bet your piss is like a disgusting color of yellow. Not yeah. yet, actually. It, I'm still heavy. Like okay, you, so I'm still clear. But tomorrow, uh, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, it'll look like you know, um, <laughs> colostomy bag being drank. <laughs> <laughs> That's your boy. My homie uh, LL. You stay My away homie. from him when he's cutting, bro. I know, like I'm an asshole, but I, <laughs> but I give the disclaimer and I try to tell her because because I'm not a small like I don't carry a lot of body fat anyway. Yeah. So for me to get from like I walk around 200 pounds for me to get down to 170, like you know it don't look good. And I tell her, guys, I'm sorry. We know what this week about to be. I love you guys. Damn. We all go bear with me. Damn. Bear with me yeah. if I say something out of way. And I try my best. But it just gets to a point where, like, sometimes everything will fucking bother me. 30 that's fucking pounds. And that's in three days? No, I don't lose 30 in three days. But sometimes, sometimes, I've the lightest I've been is I walked in a fight week 183. That's all summertime <sighs> fights. When, like, when I fought Wonder Boy in UFC 205 in New York, that was the most miserable shit ever. Like, I was in the sauna. I remember I fell asleep in the sauna. I woke up. And I was like, damn, I was asleep. Yo, that's that's like dangerous as fuck. <laughs> Dumbass. Two and dangerous. a half hours later. Guess what? I still was like, I didn't, I lost like point two. What the that's how that's how how bad it is. Do got. you ever do you ever feel like uh this is some that, bullshit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yo, I'm not fucking, I'm not gonna do Why it. Why am bro? I doing this again? Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. Hey, so what what does keep you going? You know what? I, I like to prove people wrong and also like um I like the challenge, man. You know, every time it used to be the opponent. Like I used to call us kind of, you know, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he was, he was a dope welterweight yeah. and um, I was a big fan of his. So when I got a chance to fight him, I got up for the fight. I'm like, yeah, you know what? This, this is a dude I watched like since WEC and now I get to fight him. Mm. I can't just let him whoop my ass. Let me go out here and show him what I can do. So it's kind of proven to myself. Now it's to the point where all my opponents that I want to fight from this point on are going to be good, but they're trying to make a name off me. And the fighters that I fought before were better. So now I'm competing on having a better performance than I did my last fight. Not them. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm trying yeah, to yeah. I'm trying to top my last performance. And that's when that's when the challenge really started to go to a different level. I mean, la- la- your last performance was fucking sick. Was, I know was, I gotta top that Saturday Darren shit. Darren Till, right? Yeah, I gotta top that Saturday. What did you uh you said something to him after the fight? You you approached him in, uh, backstage, yeah? Yeah. You know, I just told him that, you know, um I like Darren Till is probably my toughest matchup right now, you know, just because he was a big welterweight. He pops up quick if you take him down. Yeah. You know, obviously you saw I hit him a, a fuckload of times, yeah. and he took it elbows, punches. Yo, I looked up and, your. Uh, I mean, I looked up your stats. You got a forty-seven percent striking accuracy. Yeah, 
That's pretty good. I mean, one out of two punches lands. Because uh. in our game, you know, a lot of guys, you know, my opponent said I close my eyes and swing. I'm like, how many fights have you watched? You fucked up. You watched the wrong person. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I, I, I see a shot and I get to it. And even when I'm throwing a shot, sometimes I throw a shot to kind of see how you react. I'm not trying to hit you. But when I'm trying to hit a motherfucker, you'll see. You'll see my eyes lock in on him. You'll see me get yeah. there quick. And, um, you know, Darren Till took that punishment, took that those punches, and he really believed it. He believed he can beat me. And he actually had, you know, I say if someone can stop my shot or get back up and they can knock you down with one punch, then that's, that person might make me butterfly a little bit. And he possessed those things. He was a huge welterweight. But I knew I had to put it on him early. Yeah. I had to put it on him, not ease up on the break. So... If that guy did make me back down, I don't see what Usman or any other welterweight is gonna do. They don't have that power. They don't have the ability to stop me from doing on what I do best. I have I have uh, some of your highlights here. Hey. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to show this shit. I don't know like fair use laws because the copyright. Yeah, if, if you do it, if you do it, if you show it quick, like three seconds. One nah, second. I think it's like I think you got ten seconds. Something like that. Get that shit out of here, <laughs> bro. You're a fucking ass. <laughs> I need to start kicking more. Oh. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, man. That was that TKO right <laughs> That'll there. That'll fuck him up. That Yo, was a TKO right there. By the right? way, this is the music that you hear before you die. <laughs> yeah. It's like Michael Myers type shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yo, just absolute fucking savagery. Oh, I appreciate it, my man. Yeah, bro. Um, but also a rapper and also an actor. Thing, we were talking, what don't you do? <laughs> you know what? This is the thing, you know, people... People, I said this earlier, they, they have this term, the renaissance man, right? Yeah. The renaissance, renaissance man is somebody that's good at a lot of things, but not great at anything. But that was that motherfucker. That was one person. <laughs> that doesn't tell you to limit yourself and not to go out there and try to be an artist. If you're an artist, if you put a canvas in front of me and you tell me how to paint it, I'm going to have OCD like hell and I'm going to paint the shit out of it. You tell me to go rap, you give me a concept and I'm going to go and write and I'm going to challenge myself whether it's film, whether it's TV, whether it's commercial, whether it's hosting my show on TMZ, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to try to be the very best at it. And I just stopped a long time ago letting people put limits on me. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's how you got to live life. What do you what do you think the um, the sauce that you have that allows you to to skip from genre to genre to vertical to vertical? Is it is it confidence? Is yeah. it like what is it? It's confidence. And it's me not me not being afraid to get the um, the, the real unreal uncut truth. If my shit whack, tell me my shit whack. Yeah. And, and you know, I send my shit to you know, 300 Atlantic Records or whoever, and I want them to give me the real stuff. And, and people that I, you know, surround myself with, whether it's film, acting, coaching, they'll let you know, like, hey, do it again. This is this. You, your delivery's not good. And when you get that honest feedback, not just a whole bunch of people that want to make you feel good and tell yeah. your shit sound good because they think you're going to beat their ass. But they really want you to I mean, to I don't succeed. know why they would ever think that. You have a song quite literally I'll titled, beat I'll Beat Your Ass. Yeah, we, we had to get straight to the point. And, you know, and speaking of I'll Beat Your Ass, obviously you can download that shit on iTunes. Yo, check it. Go. Check it. Feat featuring Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. yeah. I'll beat your ass. I'll beat your ass. Is that your walkout song? You know, I did walk out today. I was going to walk out to it. When I fought Till, because it was Wiz's birthday, he wanted to come out walk out to the fight, and I was like, you know what? I want to be humble. I don't want to come out with a, you know, I beat your ass. I want to be some ass, yeah. And then drop that shit in the octagon. Yeah. I thought that was way more savage, but I actually got a song that's a bonus track to my album called Fight, and um, the hook goes: When I walk in, I want the lights, hear the crowd roar, uh, murder every single thing in my sight. 
know what it's time for. If that don't make the hair stand on the back of your neck, yeah, you don't have blood in your veins. You got Kool-Aid. How, so <laughs> I'm going to leak that track actually on Thursday, and I'm going to walk out to a piece oh, of it. Oh, that's tight. That's yeah, tight. I'm going to go. How did how did that uh how did that collab with Wiz come about? You know what? I was actually in the studio and we had wrapped up our session like three o'clock. And then um somebody was I think it was Dana, somebody was pissing me off. And I was like, I wanna pick, I wanna do a song and say, nigga, I'll beat your motherfucking ass. <laughs> and then said, yeah, makes sense. Mm, You're not gonna sell any of those records. <laughs> and then and that title was, you know, kind of way out there. But he said, well, why don't we just do it like Chan, I'll beat your ass? Yeah. And it's 3 a.m. We done. Yeah. Like I'm I'm checked out. So my homie T O, the one that's on uh he's a two um other half of Archangels for our album. So he started writing out this hook. And anytime his head goes down like this, he's like a fucking genius when it comes down to lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wrote this in like two minutes. So he said, let's do it like this. I beat your ass like a chant. And I started thinking like, whoop that trick, turn the club up, throw tight, them bowls. Tight, I started yeah, thinking yeah. anthem, anthem. And I jokingly started saying all the random ass reasons why I beat somebody ass. I beat your ass because you got a tiger backpack. I beat your ass because you got a glass of water. <laughs> Just random stuff. But I was joking. But he said, cut the beat on. He went in there and he did that hook. So I said, well, guys, look like we ain't packing it up. We about to do a track. So hey. I wrote that out in 10 minutes and I listened to it. I'm like, it's a fucking hit. Hey, we got something. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. I, and I and I slid it to Wiz, and Wiz was like, "I'm on that shit." You already knew Wiz, like you already had. Yeah, I knew Wiz. I was training. I was training with Wiz. I was training him, and uh, we trained at the same gym. I met him three or four years back in St. Louis, and then some people you just click with. Yeah, and like like he obviously has been at a level for a long time. I've been around celebrities, and you know, just doing this type of shit for so many years. I don't really get like too wooed over about anybody. So I treat everybody the same, whether you're the homeless lady that you gave the the, the hundred bucks to, or if you fucking a billionaire, I'm going to kind of treat you the same yeah. way. And I think he respects that and, and appreciate that because sometimes people get around you and they want to act like you and they want to show you that they're cool. And it's probably getting tiresome to some of these yeah. celebrities. So we just kind of click, laugh, joke, Obviously, some smoking probably was involved, but you know, that, <laughs> that, that, remember. that you go to, you go to a whole different level of yeah. like you know just getting getting to know somebody. And then um, I shot him that track. I said because he was training at the time, and he said I'm on it. And I didn't know what whiz I was gonna get. I didn't know if I was gonna so up. We have yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if we were gonna get weed on boys. Yeah. But when I heard his verse, I'm like, he knows what he's that's doing. the old yeah. school whiz. Yeah. Did, when yeah. you say training with whiz, what is what's he? Hey, Wiz can go. No, yo, stop. Yo, you didn't know no, this? You, no, you got to watch it. Because yeah. every no, time no, I ever no, seen him, I'm like, this dude's a string bean. No, no, not, not anymore. He's a string bean. Oh, not he anymore. Up? What? He you did know what's the funny part? This is the funny thing. He's... When I first met Wiz like three or four years ago, actually it was four, four years ago, right? So his his security guards, um, Lonnie and Breeze, was like, hey, man, you know, come out to the deal. So I came out, they was playing a video <laughs> game. No, Stop, bro. You, you, Yo, you, you, you got to see the picture before when he was dumb skinny. Bro, he ain't oh, fucking I, around. Oh, I room. remember Actually, what I might, I might even have a... LL, I might need you to throw my phone in a second. But so I sent him... Oh, right there. Bro, like right there, top top. Oh, shit. I sent him a picture when I first met him, how skinny he was, right? And I said... And I said, hey, homie, I said, we should we should train sometime. Yeah, he had yeah. never trained you. He said, oh, I'm you, down with you it. You sent him a picture of himself as a skinny person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, yo, you look like a noodle. No, no, no. no I, I, when I met him, I said, we should do some training. He had never really trained before. He said, oh, I'm down with it. And his guys was kind of laughing. Like, man, you know your ass ain't going to train. And then he just basically what got the a- fuck? Yeah, yeah. He Why basically he really got addicted it? to train. He wasn't eating, my dude. Which made no sense to me because if you smoke, if you ever, I don't know if you've been around him and see how much he smoke. If you smoke as much as he do, you would think munchies would be on yeah. 
like to the power of 10. Now, now, he, now he's got that shit down pat, now, bro, now, to science. Now he's, now he's eating, training, lifting, yeah. and he's like almost, I mean, I would almost argue that he's into this shit. He plans it like he does his music. Like it's Damn. a part of his day. Damn. Like he don't really like when when they came to St. Louis, they want to work out, they want to train. Like he makes for, it a part of his damn. For day. what purpose? Is- you know what? He got his bodyguards. Nobody like other bodyguards scared of his bodyguards. So he got some I don't, big I don't, dudes, yeah, yeah, big dudes, and they damn. you know they got a nice little rep behind them. But yeah. so he don't really have to get nobody up off of him. He just but likes I think to, he, yeah. he just loves training, yeah. and then he's a thinker. So when when I first show him a move or two. You can't really try to do it on it. He'll try to do the same shit back to you. Got you. So I'm like, I like this dude. Cause Drake, cause Drake, I remember when he beefed up, he he bulked yeah. up a couple of years back. I don't know, maybe he inspired some of the other. They trying to sit like coach. You on. see that? You see what's going yeah, on? He, like, he know what with he you know see what, yeah. with Drake he, and Kevin Hart. Yeah, trying to sit like coach. We see it. <laughs> we know hey, y'all. He know. Yeah. We know y'all trying to throw more money than us. <laughs> so he's trying to take our coach away. <laughs> Fucked, dude. Yeah. So. so so Tyron's talking about we have the same uh uh well we had him on my, the show my boxing coach is right there yeah. but uh Hino actually came on the show yeah. and he was one of the first people I sparred um Woo. and yeah bro his, his pictures right there he's fucking training Drake and Kevin Hart right now I know hey Hino what's good if it come down to it you probably gonna have to take out Drake and I gotta take out Kevin so you know Ooh. we got we got we got a celebrity boxing match coming up <laughs> yo Drake you know big fan but I don't know I got <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, I want I want to ask one question before we cut off the rap side. Um, who were your who inspired you like as a rapper? Like, why yeah. did you start rapping? Who'd you listen to growing up? You know, I I love Tupac. Yeah, because Tupac was a realist to me. You know, um, he really he sent a message out whether it was you know him in a club, whether he's talking about you know stand up for your rights. Brandon had a baby. He had so many different messages. And what I found out in, in rap and in music and just any type of art, who you like and who inspires you, you don't have to rap like them. Hmm. I love Kendrick Lamar. I love Jordan Lucas. I'm not finna rap like them. Yeah. I might say something ratchet. Wham. A bitch bent eating yams. You would never, <laughs> hey, you would never forget yes. that shit, right? Yes. But it's gonna get stuck into your head. And I used to hate my voice. Like one thing that rappers find out, they they everybody hates the shit out of their voice when they first start doing yeah, it. Yeah, hearing themselves. Now, yeah, yeah. Now it's to the point where I learn how to manipulate my voice. And I know how to make it sound so distinct. If somebody does an ADR, right, for a, a cartoon or something like that, you know when it's fucking Chris Rock. You know when it's Eddie Murphy. So I got a, a voice that's kind of got a little rasp to it. So if someone yeah. hears me talking, they know what it is. I've learned how to use that to my advantage in rapping. And it's made some of my tracks sound dumb dope. Yeah. But in the beginning, I fucking hated it. I re-recorded some songs like five or six times. <laughs> Damn. Because I hated the way it sounded. You know? Now, yeah, you, you you definitely have a tone. The, the, re- the reason I asked was uh, I wanted to ask you how you felt about the current state of rap. And like, yeah. if you listen to any of these these new dudes, I, Lil Pump just released a, a new song the other yeah. day that we've been <clears throat> we've been talking about. I'm sure you heard Yo, it. This it's is called hilarious. Be Like Me. It's like, <laughs> everybody want to be like me. Um, the lyrics. To, have, have you heard this song? I have not. Nah, heard the lyrics in in one of his in one of his uh, the 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 verses is um, you could talk shit about me every day, but I'm still rich at the end of the day. I take drugs like it's vitamin C. I'm a millionaire, but I don't know how to read. <laughs> and we go listen to that shit. I'm a role model that these kids want to be. I just smashed a pregnant bitch that's over, <laughs> overseas, like. Like I just out of curiosity, because you say you like Tupac, and I'm, you know you probably respect Big and Nas is a lyricist and Jay and all these guys. Like, wow. what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> right, tell you like, answer on. that question. And I feel you. Me. And I feel you. Just answer me. <laughs> I'm gonna feel you. But that. when I when I started doing music, <laughs> yeah. this is what I had to do. I put every music in its own category. 
It's some shit that's just gonna get you turned up for the club. Right. They're not gonna blow you away. They're not gonna hit you with no Kung Fu Kenny type shit. No, no, um, J. Cole. No, um, you know, fucking Joyner Lucas. No, you know, Tupac, Biggie, Jay. They're not gonna do that for you. It's some people that are gonna just say something catchy. They may not even give you a verse. Like, think about God Bless the Soul, Triple X. It was some songs where he just riffed the whole song. Don't cry. Like, that was probably gonna be a song by itself. Yeah. With nothing else to it. And it's a genre of kids that that's going to be good for. The Yachty's, the Lil Pumps, and, you know, all these people. And, and even, like, the the the, the quote-unquote mumble rappers. They don't have to really go into some groundbreaking metaphor or really consciously address an issue that, you know, is obvious going on. They don't have to do that. So what I do is I listen to, if it's a, a song that got a dope-ass beat, I'm listening to it for the beat. Yeah. If there's a song that's finna get me turned up for the club, I listen to it for that. That's some shit that, that's gonna make me be like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> but then I'm gonna listen to it anyway. Like, like you such a fucking hoe. I but here's it. what... How many girls be banging that song? Everybody. Oh but here's the, here's, the only, here's the only thing that scares me. The bad message he sent out. Not, not even that as much. Not even that. And, and yeah, maybe. And by the way, like, I don't have the fucking best message or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's fine. But... What scares me is that these dudes are doing better numbers than anybody that's got yeah. any kind of message. I mean, like Pump is Pump is running the fucking the, show, six bro. Six Nine wrote the book on that shit. Yeah, he played he played dumb on us. Like he finessed us. Yeah, he yeah, we, yeah. everything was on purpose. He made himself sound dumber than what he was on purpose. He made it like he did something when he was in the soccer net. Like nobody can score a soccer goal on me. He's smart as fuck. Yeah. So I mean, Lil Pump is just really playing on his deal, like. His his claim to fame was Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Like, think about it. Like, what the fuck was he even it, talking it, about? It just scares me because imagine knowing right now that if Brenda's got a baby or changes dropped, no one would listen oh, but to it. Oh, but listen to this. Everything comes around full yeah. circle, right? So, yeah. I like my artist, T Double, I would put him in a category of a Kendrick, a J. Cole, an Eminem, a Wayne. He's lyrically that gifted and he would fucking blow your mind with lyrics. He wanted to drop his album, right? And I said, the time to drop your album is not now. People are still doing the auto-tunes over mm. the top. They're still doing the Bumble stuff. They're still doing this, you know, everybody with a face, a million tattoos, hair color. They're in that wave. They got a couple more years left. I mean, I don't know if you'd like to hear that or not. No, it's fine. But it's another two or three years where it's still going to be popping, right? But look what happened when Lil Wayne dropped his album and then Eminem dropped his album and then all these guys that are dropping out these dope-ass projects. Yeah. So the real rap music is coming back out. So after we drop our shit, right? Now we drop a solo project, which we already have done. You drop your Define. I drop my Obedient on the same day. Now they're ready for it. Now instead of throwing a fucking atomic bomb in the ocean <laughs> and you kill a few fish, you generate the fucking people. You get them all listening to what you got to talk about and you drop the bomb on everybody. That's when it's going to get the most attraction. When these when these rappers, uh, they, you know, there's some rapper beef. I know there was a, there was a Chris Brown like offset uh, beef situation going yeah. on, or or any rappers in yeah. general, when they call each other out and uh, starting to show show up at each other's houses and fight with Chris do, Brown, I don't, I don't know why he did that. Bro, do you take that shit seriously as a fighter? I take one thing serious. If you want to fight me, let's just fight. You know, most likely, you know how to get to me. You don't have to go on the internet. You know, you know my phone number. They got each other contact, and I think that beef with them, with Chris Brown and Offset, was more so about. The Karuchi dating um, yeah, Quavo. We yeah. all know what that yeah, was about. Yeah, yeah. And it's the gang game. My dude don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. Yeah. You shouldn't be commenting on my post. I got it. But at the end of the day, when he dropped his address, come on now, dog. Let's be real. Don't, don't mean you dropping your address because people, it's people that have 
a basic business structure where they get addresses. They try to find out where you live at. They try to case when you're in and out of town based on your social media and they'll try to come in and, and hit you for a lick. So don't be stupid mm -hmm. on trying to pull up. Say, hey, you got my phone number. You want to fight? Get off the social media. Call me, text me, whatever. It's, you know it's, I mean? it's so fucking Or do it for charity and make it, some money for off real, of it. Yeah. For real, for real. Or, yo, be on the undercard of Logan Paul versus KSI too. <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah. When is that? You ain't said the day yet? Yeah, I, I don't know, dog. Uh, yeah, gonna do it on this side of the water? Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Do it on this side. Okay, yeah, we sure. got a little you problem. You gotta come, bro. We got a little problem with setting the date. Um, <clears throat> I don't really know how to put this like in the right like business terms. The um, his opponent yeah, is, bitch. is a bitch. I knew you was gonna yeah, that. and so you like, just I'm put just it trying the way to, it is. Yeah, I'm just because trying to. I think you know what that, that that if I heard that that makes me feel like he was satisfied with the draw. Bro, oh, oh you yeah, he was overwhelmed. He that was, was satisfied. That was a victory for him. Yeah, bro, this dude's so been won eating it again. Dude. So now he doesn't want to go run it back because he's scared that you know it might. He was ecstatic with. He got to do it. Though. Come on, raped hey, with a draw. KSI, right? Isn't yeah, it? yeah KSI. come on, dog. You got to do it, man. You know you got to do it. You ain't man. gonna die. You know, going there. Hey, <laughs> if he dies, he dies. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. <laughs> hey, so somebody said the other day to me was like. Well, it's not like he, um, what if your opponent down? Like, man, if he die, he die. Drago, you really, like, you really said it. You really, I really said it. I really kind of meant it a little bit, but not not so much for this opponent. But when I when I end up fighting um, Cunt Queefington, uh, I kind of mean it for that one. Why not? Why not this opponent? Uh, what's, um, what's his name? Kam Kamara Usman, Kamara or Calamari Usman, Usman or Tamara <laughs> Usman, because it ain't your time yet, bro. One of, either one, either one you want. Uh, that's um, uh, it's I respect him. He got a he got a strong game. He's a good fighter. He kind of jumped the line because um, um, Kobe was kind of trying to call the shots. He ain't the champ. Mm, mm. So he put himself in a position where he's fighting for a title. He had a good fight, his last fight against um, RDA. And um, that's why he's in this position. So I don't really got much smoke with him. He do try to act a little too cool. And I kind of um, kind of caught him out on that LL. He's like, yeah, you know, because you're the champion. It's time. Just shut up, dude. <laughs> just, just come to fight. He's, uh, what, is he, what is he, 14 and 1? 14 and 1. Yeah. And, 14 uh, and 2. Coming up. 14, 14 and 2. There you go. It sounds 14. like this guy's just another uh, box to be checked. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, that's that's the case uh, with most of the fighters that you that you face, man. I yeah, feel I mean, like it's you're been a couple, it's been a couple fucking... guys that gave me the butterflies, you know, just because of their resume and what they did and how they matched up. It, it don't matter what they did against somebody else, but how they match up with me. Like, damn, I gotta I gotta really you know make sure I don't leave no stone unturned. Excuse me, but he doesn't really specialize in anything. Mm. He's mm. a great collegiate wrestler, but I'm a better collegiate wrestler. He has good composure, but I got the, the highest fight IQ in our entire division. Yeah. You know, I punch harder, I punch faster, I got better boxing, I got better combinations. And I've been through way more wars. I've been through way more um, opponents that have been at a very high level in their peak and prime. And he just hasn't experienced that yet. So now what he's doing is trying to sell himself that he's ready. And um, that's a dangerous thing to do because... At the end of the day, they got to lock the octagon. And when they lock it, you in there. And your coaches came, are oh, you ready? You can beat them. And you, you know, no, you can't. Like they lied to you. No, you can't. <laughs> hey, sorry, guy. Your coaches <laughs> lied to you. The people lie. that love you most are lying to your face. They are. Calamari Usman. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm trying to come. It's in Vegas, yeah? Yep, yep. Oh, when, when Mar March Saturday. 2nd. Oh, that's why I can't go to Saturday. the club with you. Oh, because yeah, well, yeah, this is fucking priority. Fucking dude invited him to Poppy before the podcast started. <laughs> yeah, nice guy. Invitation is the highest form of flattery. I get it. But. I told you I'd be there in spirit. Yeah, but well, I can't I mean, turn up Saturday night. Yeah, and then Sunday, yeah, I got to pull up because I got the album release party at Dash Radio. 
oh, Sunday gosh, here well, in LA. Oh shit! Oh, that's easy. Yeah, four oh, we, days. Oh, we got it. We got to go. Yeah, Come in and crash the joint. I'm trying to go to Vegas too, to be honest, bro. Yeah. Yeah. How does that happen exactly? That's fine. Let's do that. What me going to Vegas? Probably via uh, jet. You say me. Uh, via pume. How does that hold? Vroom vroom. On the well, no, because you just said me. We add living on you. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, John Jones is on that card as well. Yeah. You uh, you talk to him. You ever train with him or anything? I trained with him one time. I talked to him. Uh, I don't talk to him like every week, every day, but um, occasionally I talk to him. And most of the time we talk shit. We don't even talk about fighting. Uh, it's about life tight. and stuff that's like tight. that. So you think he's gonna take that that fight? Yeah, yeah, I think he got that one. I like Anthony Smith because he's so respectful and he don't have nothing to lose. And it's smarter with John to come underneath and be friendly. The ass whooping won't be as bad. Yo, I, people that try to rev him up got that work. I feel like so John outside of the ring. I feel like he's a friendly, respectable dude. Yes. But I feel like when that cage locks, he turns into a different human being. Not even a human. He being He also anymore. possesses like there's only been a few fighters that I see that have the no hesitation factor. Mm. He don't know that if you do a low single leg and. In, in MMA, that might not be the number one move a, a coach should teach you. He don't know, he don't know that it doesn't not gonna work or a fucking lateral drop or front hell I can flip you over here. He thinks that if I do this move, it's one hundred percent gonna work. And if you think that, <laughs> it's one hundred percent gonna work. Yeah. So he he can throw crazy elbows, knees, guillotine chokes. You know, had his arm broken, toes snapped off. His mind is not Damn. really positioned to think that he can lose or think that a technique won't work. And that's that's like a fighter's dream. You know, oh, oh, for real! Gosh. If you, if I can go out there and I can just see a blank canvas and I just go in and throw fucking paint everywhere and any move I want to do, I try without even thinking about it, without hesitating. That's like when you got the Bruce Lee word glow. Like that's like when you in that moment in his arm. Yo, you're you're uh your first. My voice is cracked fucking that's twice right, during this podcast. Right. By the way, I'm going through puberty. No problem. There we go. When you uh when you gotta let them balls drop at some point. Some point. <laughs> I'm fucking 23. It's about time. Almost 24. You had your first uh, UFC fight in 2012. Yeah. Um, is that late to get started? You know, it was. I started I started fighting um, at 23. That's, and if that's think, crazy. If you think about boxing, like these motherfuckers be fighting at like these kids, Seven years old, yeah. Dude. 70 fights before they even leave high school. So I never really wanted to fight. Like I was a wrestler in college and, um, you know, I wanted to be a college wrestling coach. And the Ultimate Fighter show, Ultimate Fighter 1 that came out, I'm like, Fuck, I know this dude. That's Kashyyyk. Oh, I wrestled that guy. That's my actual coach. That's my teammate. So I just started watching because so many wrestlers, like half the show was wrestlers. Yeah. And then I was like, damn, let me just try this out. I was hitting the bag one day and um, it was looking terrible too. Like looking back <laughs> at what I thought I was doing, what I was looking like <laughs> and thinking now <laughs> I can what imagine, really man. was happening with them cheap ass gloves I had on. Um, so we was punching the bag and every day was like, I want to punch for two minutes straight, three minutes straight. And I got up to five minutes straight. Oh shit, I'm ready now. In my mind, you know what? I'm, I should fight then. <laughs> ah, if shit. I can put, hey, if I can punch this bag for five, five minutes, minutes, I did that. Should fight right? Twelve rounds. So Let's I go. said, fuck it. So I went into a gym, and I said, hey, I want to fight on your card next week. And the dude was like, is this you on that wrestling poster right here? I said, yep. He said, all right, you in. So literally <laughs> that that weekend. I fought on this car, and then um, I just remember feeling like I can really fucking hurt this dude with my hands. Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And I had never felt that way in wrestling or any other sport. And I remember swinging at him so hard, I missed. But he was, he said, fuck it, I'm going to shoot on the wrestler. The All-American oh, wrestler. Oh, so okay. he went there, and I just choked him out real quick. It was like a 10-second fight. And I had just learned that move, like, earlier that the day. The guillotine? Like a five-finger guillotine. Uh, so I got I, you, I got learned you. it, like, real quick. 
And then um, I was like, damn. Well, let me try it again. Then my next fight was a few seconds. I tried again. So I had like my first couple amateur fights, like from 2005 to 2008 or whenever, before I turned pro. All my fights was like a matter of seconds in the first round. So I never got the feel if I wanted to do it. I was a coach. Like wrestlers were kicking fighters' ass. Yeah. And they needed yeah. me to help them from getting taken down. And that's what, that's what my job was. And then I said, fuck it, let me give it a try. Just an abs- absolute fucking train from, yeah. from the beginning. Did, what, what's going through your mind when uh, when you you got a guy across the ring from you, uh, you know, your size, your weight, and your goal is to render him unconscious? Are you yeah. think are, are there evil thoughts going going through your um, mind? Not really, because I don't really need to go to, to that dark place. Gotcha. Guys like Nick Diaz and they they got to go there. They got to hate you. You know those guys? Uh, I, I don't know them personally, but I, I, I've been around them, obviously, through Strike Force and UFC. Yeah. But I just, I've heard them talk and I've heard the way that they... Oh, you want to fight me? So if someone want to fight him, they taking it personal. Like, oh, fuck you, man. It's like it's like beef. Like, no, I want to fight you because you dope and you fucking a good fighter. Yeah. And if I beat you, now I get the juice you got. So I should want to fight you. It's, it's more of a respect thing. But the but the thing about me is that I know that if I can get to that chin quick, and I know that if I can hit you with a shot that you can't see coming, I'm probably gonna knock you out. Yeah. So that's more so what I'm thinking. I'm not like. Oh, I gotta hate this person. I'm gonna kill him. It's murder. They taking my diapers for my daughter. Like I don't have to go there. It's science, dude. Yeah, you're science, you're moving dude. in there tactically it's, to make it's, the it's right time. I mean, with with, shots. with him specifically, yeah. like I don't know how many fights you've seen him, but you, you can see that, and yeah. that's why, and that's why I think I love watching you as a fighter. This you have a composure to yeah. you, to you that is like quite honestly fucking terrifying. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, of course, bro. I, I got a question um, on. <clears throat> your your preparation for the fight. I know you said you were cutting and we we're talking about peeing earlier. Yeah. You know, and the color of your pee. I wanted to ask you a little bit about R. Kelly. Um, <laughs> That's a fucking and, sick ass segue. Like sick in both sense. Like disgusting. And kind of what's been going like, on with him, yo. Uh, <laughs> you've been <laughs> Hey, that motherfucker thought he was off the hook, didn't he? Yo. He thought I mean, he, he, bro, thought, like, he, thought he was off. Like, he dude. thought he was off, and now what he he up on like 10 new counts or something? So, like? Oh, he's fucked. So he so he's out on bail. A million buck bail? He might as well say that money, he, he bro. Posted, he posted it. He, he posted bail. He he, he's out. And the first thing he did was go to McDonald's, um, and he got a quarter pounder meal with, get this, soda and coffee. I don't know why, but that just really rubbed that's, me the wrong nah, way. Like, up, to bro. me, that seems like a good enough reason to give him max sentence right there. You know like, what? who the fuck drinks both of those beverages at the same time? That's, that's weird. That's a lot of caffeine. That is weird, weird. But bro. more importantly, what's more weird is the shit he was doing was weird. Yo, but the thing fact, is, yeah. like, did we all really not know that shit was going on? Yo, down? how did he of not get caught are we, are until we, now? No, he got caught. No, I, he, he paid yeah, a lot of yeah, people off. Yeah, but I don't understand even that. As a parent, they're the ones that I'm more mad at. Your daughter was involved with R. Kelly. You knew this shit, and you allowed the payoff to take place. And now, all of a sudden, you want to come out and fucking, oh, now you want to testify and say, no, that motherfucker would not be living if he fucking touched my daughter. I don't give a fuck how much money he tried to pass over. That would have been, been a wrap. So I got a problem with, obviously, him doing this shit. Yeah. yeah yes. I mean, he's a fucking superstar. He can probably have any woman he want. Woman, keyword woman. Yeah. For him, for him to have that sick fetish to... To want to date these underage women, and then for the parents to know, and they get paid off. Like you know, your daughter not at home. Where is she at? Yeah. You don't want to ask a few questions. Fucked, bro. Yeah. And I and I, and not to use it as any defense whatsoever, but it's 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 
to do that, you got to be kind of fucked up. No, you got to be kind of sick. He's fucking sick. Well, he thought, he thought he was beyond it because he paid all these people out and beat all these cases and whatever, whatever. But the, the bad part about it is that I think some of these statute of limitations are going to come bite him in the ass. So some of these cases might get drawn back up. And also the new ones, not everybody want to come out. Like It's like, I wonder if he had them sign something to say, okay, if I pay you this, you can't never you know, sue, testify or, or sue me or whatever. Is he, so. is, he uh, is there a chance he could get saved by statute of limitations? Is that the current belief? I don't know. I haven't looked. I mean, it's been how fucking I didn't long, watch the, I didn't. I didn't watch the stuff because one, like we still bump, we stepping in the name of love and Ignition. my mind telling me, he told us, man, yeah. my mind telling me, no, that means that. Why my, didn't we see it? My conscience is telling Fuck. me she's 12. <laughs> no, uh, My no. dick still got hard and I don't know why. Uh, I think that was how, I, I think that's how he it. initially wrote it. And yeah. I think his team had him edit it to my body's telling me, yeah, yeah. so there's just no. a slight tweak. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bro, I, I just like, I, yeah. I, I remember cause I'm, I'm, and I'm guilty, man. Like he made some dope ass music that I can't act like I didn't, you know, you know, Fiesta, Fiesta. That's we, the problem. That's we the problem. Shit. Yeah. That people and we let it slide. His his fucking team bullshit is. is is overshadowed by his art. Dope yeah. shit. And right. uh, it's, that, it's unfortunate. It yeah, man. It's unfortunate because we all are guilty. We can't just sit crush down on him or the parents because I was Definitely was bumping R. Kelly. I mean, ignition, and, ignition is fucked now. I can't listen to that song. Yo, Stick your key in my. I don't, don't want your yeah, your key all. anywhere near anybody's ignition at this point. That's true. <laughs> Speaking of not listening to rappers, uh, did you see the what happened to Ja Rule? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. Hey, that's bullshit. I saw that shit. Well, well are you ready? <laughs> I've never seen that nothing. Many, you know what I, you silent. silent. You know what silent. I thought happened? What? I thought Fifty Cent had made, made like something. no, I thought he made an edited version when people really actually said something. Oh shit! But he made it seem like they didn't. But then he said, "I guess you're not." Fifty said, "Oh, I paid everybody not to say anything." Yo, did you Wait, see that? That's what he said on the post. He, he didn't, but did you? Nah, no, he nah, didn't. But he did buy a couple hundred tickets to make his front row To make his empty. front row yeah, empty. But did you see He's the so Timberwolves petty. tweeted the next day? Um, like, we've all been bamboozled. Like, they tweeted and went at Ja, too. Like, they even the team did. The team tweeted So my it. question is, if everybody came to the show and they were there. Can you get that tweet? So when, it, when they started coming, you know, he's trying to get everybody amped up for the show. Why did they just leave them out there? They came to the show voluntarily on their own free will and on their own dime. So why would why would they not? I think Fifty Cent might he might have cashed out the hey, shit out 50's of everybody. Petty, Fifty's petty as fuck. He dumb bro. petty man. I can't even fuck with half the stuff. He he like below the belt petty. Yeah, but it's it's fucking hilarious, yo. He's the master uh, troll of the internet. Like, how hey. do you if you get into any kind of beef with him? Like, how do you not just find a way to fucked. get out of it? You fucked. Like hey. Mayweather, he just he can't lose, bro. Oh I seen God. him out here burning Gucci <laughs> Gucci shirts now. Yo, because tell me, Mayweather tell me, did. no, uh, oh, Fifty was burning his Gucci shirts because of the whole scan. 
scandal. And then, I, then well, he wrote a, a letter for fifty. I mean, for, for I saw in like, he wrote, like a kindergartner like print. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, bro, when you make fifty cent money and you've been through what he's been through, at this point, like, have fun, have fun, and live your life and make fun of people. Yo, I'm sure if Fifty <clears throat> and Mayweather saw each other, there would be no ill will. It'd be no. like, uh, but I mean, like Fifty, he's like when I was in high school. I didn't know that when you like we call it Joni or roasting or flaming yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we join on somebody, in my mind, if you got quiet, then that, I'm winning. Now yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm yeah, going harder. Yeah, yeah. Because in my house, it's thirteen of us. We didn't have no money for no damn movies. We had to do Showtime at the Apollo at home. We had to roast each other. But the next day, we woke up, and that's your sister, your brother, and so they knew you. They knew you didn't mean it. Yeah. But I didn't recognize that people didn't get that same memo. So I would go hard. Like, <laughs> motherfuckers would be crying. Was crying. <laughs> yeah, no, dead ass. He's like, yo. High yeah. school. People crying in high school. So I had to realize, like, you know what? I don't want to do that. that, that like, some some girl that I'm like, I actually liked her, had a crush on her. I thought she was hot. She said, you were a humiliator in high school. I was like, what? She said, I remember I used to come into the, um, to the big lunch deal and used to be on one side going, loose. And, then my, <laughs> and, the, and the person on the other side would be going, Booty. No. I don't remember that. I don't remember it, but if I did do that, that was some bullshit. <laughs> you, you can use this platform yeah. to apologize to her if you want. Jada, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said that. I was an asshole. I probably thought it was funny, and it was not, obviously. Yo, that's the worst. When I meet people from, like, uh, high school years, and they tell me a story that I'm like, you know what you got to do? You got to go You gotta go give back. So when you go back to the high school and talk about bullying, you got to throw yourself in there. I was bullying people. Yeah. I was talking about people. So I went back and talked to over 100 schools because I feel like I have to. Mm-hmm. Because when that person, that wasn't the only one. I'm like, if she thought that and I actually liked her, what about the people that <laughs> I was really going in on? I could, You could have changed their whole trajectory and the life. way they thought about life yeah. and like, Insecurities, and I never thought about that. So yeah, I think now I try to get back. I think people nowadays are starting to <clears throat> get more tuned into like what that that bullying and like that that talk does. Yeah. Like, cause I we all I'm I'm close to here. I'm 34. Yeah. So I, we had all that shit. No one yeah. was telling us don't. But bully. nobody it was, was just shit on Instagram. Yeah, you like permanently damaged. You're saying, right? uh, so, uh, yeah. so you worried now? I mean, this is a fu- this is a uh, very fragile now, yeah. climate for, to say and do anything. anything. Yeah, I'm worried now. I got kids too. Shit, I'm like. I mean, you seem like a pretty... My kids ain't pretty, getting bullied, though, thank God. And they don't... I say, oh, hey, I'm you sure. don't bully nobody. I don't give a fuck. What they wear and what they smell like, what they look like. You don't do that shit. I did. It was terrible. If somebody's... Probably because they kicked the bully's yeah. ass. That too. But then it's <laughs> like... But then it's like, if you see somebody getting bullied, you know, you take it for them or you make sure you don't get involved with it. Yeah. Is it... it do you get uh, a little leeway as a fighter to kind of say and do what you want or or... I don't use exist. it, but I think I probably would. Probably would. Has probably anybody stepped to you in, in the not past ten years? In, in the past ten years, like real life, real life making that fucking mistake. Real life straight. Imagine you're shit. out yeah. at the at the club. The worst you're time somebody stepped to me, and it was like, you, "Do they pay you? Because you getting them?" No, I just it's just we just fucking are. By the way, Poppy, Poppy that table better be on the fucking stage. On the house, you better give them three bottles. Three models. They do. They do. Now we got more than them. I'm both of them. What? what six, six, and anyway, six. Anyway, was the, All right, um, the real life. Yeah, the, the, the worst time that somebody pulled up on me, it was, I was at this, at this function, I was invited, and it was like, a, one of my friends, she's like, a, one of these like, um, marketing models, like Bacardi or something like that, 
And that's a long time ago. People don't even drink Bacardi that much. Uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of out. Yeah. It so, ain't hot. So that was 10, it wasn't yeah. 10 years ago. It was like 2005 or something. So I was at this party, right? It was like at the, at the lake. And I was the only black dude there. So if I whoop this dude ass and I'm the only black dude there, I'm going to look like I'm in a starting shit, right? So he come up to me and my my teammate girl is there and the girl I was dating was there and they were friends and I went to the party, da, 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 whatever. So he go up underneath the skirt, boom, handful of vagina. Oh, so no. he grabbed my teammate um, girl's vagina. Nope. So I, so I grabbed his wrist, try to squeeze juices out of it. And I was like, bro, don't do that, my dude. That's my guy's girl. You hit hella disrespectful right now. This ain't going to end well for you, right? So he was like, you don't want to fight me, man. I'm in the UFC, bro. You don't want to fight me. <laughs> and I said, one, yes. you're not in the UFC. I wasn't even in the UFC, yeah. man, but I knew he wasn't. And I said, two, there's only two or three gyms total in this proximity. And your ass don't train in any of those gyms. And I know you're not in the UFC. So what you're doing is you're embarrassing yourself and you're embarrassing all your friends. And you're probably about to get your ass beat. So he's like, no, you don't want to fight me, man. You don't want to go outside and fight. So then he reached for my face, which is the ultimate, the mush, the face mush. That's that's on a level of slapping, calling another man a bitch or spitting in his face. The spit's the one that gets spit, spit, bro. That's automatic, The face mush ground. So he reached for it and so I grabbed his and I was like, I have every right to whoop his ass right now. I should have. And even telling the story right now, I feel like, kind of bunked out because you did beat his ass. But for the cause of the people that invited me, I said, brother, I will literally kill you with my bare hands. (laughs) And it's my friend's function. And that's the only reason why I'm not beating your ass. So his, I said, yeah, I need to get y'all friends. Y'all need to be a friend right now because he about to get hurt. So he comes up to me afterwards again. Hey, bro, man. Don't let women come between us. Like, we cool. What the? Motherfucker, I don't even know you. He's like, hey, bro, don't don't let women come between us, man. You know, you know, it's it's bros before hoes, man. And, um, you know, I don't want to fight. But if you want to fight, we can go outside. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if if you still want to fight and you want to go outside, we can go. I'm thinking, like, this dude's drunk. Yo, you. It's made me feel even worse because I know I should have whooped his ass. Should have. But good for you. But good for you, though. I didn't. That was the one time. Yeah. So if I happen to whoop somebody else on the road, I at least but got yeah, one but, in the back pocket. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. didn't do it that time. <laughs> but at least it's like it, <laughs> you owe an ass beating. But he went for my face for the mush, though, man. Like it's something you learned about yourself because you 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 already know you could beat people's ass. Yeah. So now you know you could get away without beating somebody's ass. Like you you're you're Ooh. man, you're a real crossover. That make me that make me boil. He's thinking about that. <sighs> he grabbed a whole handful and it was like, boom. Uppercut. Well, I want to. I, I got a surprise for you, and I know I didn't want to tell you, but we've actually got the guy here right now. All right, right? well, cool. Now I can beat his ass. Brady, come, come on, on out. Brady. <laughs> Brady. Brady's one of those guys. Oh, he comes out. Damn. He comes out. He's still drunk. Brady, he's like, listen, that, man, I don't want to fight you, you but I will fight you, and we could go outside and fight right now. Oh, uppercut. <laughs> Under the skirt, Brady. God damn. I don't think I don't Bishman think eating yams. I I think it's pretty obvious he didn't want to fight you probably when he came back. He just, you know, he had to stick up for himself and his yeah, boys and I the mean, cool shit. He made everybody look stupid, so he tried to solve it and like come in peace, but then he threw that in again. Like you can't fight if you want to. And I'm like, Yo, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people that probably don't want to fight you. I heard uh I heard GSP wouldn't fight you. You know, GSP wouldn't fight me because he had his mind on what his legacy was and what it was going, mm. the way it was going to end. And he didn't really need to beat me 
I needed to beat him. I needed that yeah. fight for my legacy. Yeah. He didn't really need it for his, so he wanted to take some fights like Bisbing above me. He wanted to take a fight Khabib underneath me. And I can be like, oh, he was scared. But to be honest, if I was him and I had already won this welterweight title a million times, I may want to come back and do something different myself. I may want to go for the fight that's going to give me the most money, especially when he low-key built the pay-per-view model. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. I can't really knock him. You mentioned uh, Khabib. Khabib, yeah. Is that in the future? Shit, I don't know. He had a, he got a, he got some problems making 55, so we'll see. I mean, yeah, to be honest, I'm going to fight Usman. I'm going to fight um, Queefington most likely if he get his shit to straight. Then I'm, I'm going to go get that 185 belt. Oh, for real? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that, yo, that's a tough I, fucking I weight that. class. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, it's, you it's know. A, the, the Kelvin Gaslam that's fighting for the interim already beat him with one foot. Um, I think he missed weight by 10 pounds. He was fighting me at middleweight then. Holy shit. He was a welterweight. Um, and then um, Israel Asanya, I, I think he's dope. Um, yeah. Robert Whitaker's dope. What do you mean so, on one foot? Like you got injured and you had to... I broke my foot the first kick, of the, the first strike thrown. Go, kick, broke. Wow. And I still beat him. So, I mean, I think... Yo, how do you, how do, you do that? If you have a, a foot hanging off your, your leg... Adrenaline. Done yeah. it three times. How'd you feel after that fight? Well, I, I started trying to walk out of the um, octagon. I'm like, my foot broke. And I thought it was going to be like one of those breaks where it's like that. But I decided to be tough and not take the wheelchair because, you know, us wrestlers, we think we got to do that meathead shit. And I did the meathead shit. And what happened was my bones did this. Oh, no. And then this one got on top of that one. So they had to break them, put them. That re-break sucks. That one of those. Oh, I've had that re-break uh, a bunch of times. It sucks. The doctor, in them. To have a doctor grab your limb like that and be yeah. like, I hate to do this. In my mind, a bone I... break, you think it's going to be like six weeks, eight weeks. That was six months. And it was um, torturous. Then I, I tore my labrum against um, Damian Maya, um, threw a punch, you know, in the first round, tore my labrum. Then I had to fight him the five rounds. Then Darren Till, when I punched him, I punched right here and my bone shot up and I tore all these ligaments right Shut here. So I did up. that in the first round. So then the coach was like, throw him with the scoop punch. So I started hitting him. I'm like, damn, that shit don't feel good. Let me go ahead and hit this elbow. Because if you see me in my other fights, I've thrown two elbows total in all of my fights That's ever. It? I elbow Paul Daly once. I remember elbow I'm like, damn, that fucking kind of hurt, dude. Maybe I should just punch him or something. And I elbowed Tarek Safadine. That was it. That shit hurt? El it, it hurt my elbow, but it, I, the way it shook him up, I was like, damn, that's kind of, I just uh, fucking uh, elbowed the shit out And then of how many times did you elbow dude when you broke your hands? Million. <laughs> Million. Damn. But it was a, it's a mindset. Like, I wasn't really ready to go to that dark place. You know, you talk about going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you got to be ready to have an arm bar and pull in and hear crack, 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 yeah. and not stop. And hear the popping or dislocating or know it's just about to or hit somebody and they drop on the ground. And you got to be ready to, you know, finish up if the referee doesn't jump you off. And at that point in time, when I dropped, when I hit the elbow, I don't know if I was in that mental place where I can just keep elbowing until I see blood come out. But what, what about even like... I'm there now, though. The, the arm bar, specifically that move, like... I want to arm bar Kobe, though. I want to... You want to fuck this dude? I want to Why do you not like this guy? Because he's just a queef. Like uh, just a walking, talking human queef? Because it's one thing to talk it if you can back it up. Like Chill Son and Connor and some of these guys, they can back it up. And they at least sound smart. But when you do it, you sound like just idiotic. And it's not even funny or cool. Every time he talks, you should go... <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, you a V fart. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> that was disgusting. <laughs> Uh, Connor is. You're scared way, to fight me. You're, he won't do it. No, he's not gonna fight. 
You know, he's the same thing as George. Nobody wants to fight me because they know I'm gonna beat them and I'm gonna steal there. It's like, remember the old Freddie movie? I might be dating myself, but like it was a movie where Freddie was stealing everybody's powers, right? Yes. Yeah. So he was killing yeah, them yeah, and then yeah, yeah. their fucking heads were on his mm-hmm. they was like a big pizza. It was like mm-hmm. really weird. So when you fight somebody like when fight when Khabib beat Connor, you notice how his followers jumped from like two million to thirteen million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So his juice jumped to the roof. When GSP beat fucking Matt Hughes, when Connor beat Jose Aldo, it takes beating somebody to really jump to that next level. They're smart enough not to let them be the one I get that jump on. Yeah. Whether it was Bisbing when I wanted to fight him, that didn't happen. The Diaz brothers, I wanted to fight both of them, that didn't happen. Connor, um, GSP. But so how- now I'm to the point where I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it the old school way. Or just fight just your way. Beat people's asses. Ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I'm, I'm that guy. He can't run for forever. Yeah. Well, Connor, I mean, he can. He can do whatever he wants to. Shit. You making a hundred million bucks, you kind of call a shot or two. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see him fight, trying to fight you anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, he fought welterweight once, but think about it. Nate was a super undersized welterweight yeah. whenever he fought it. He's really a lightweight. He don't have a lot of power in his punch. So he fought somebody at welterweight, and they just both just. Fought it, they almost walking around like. What about uh, Khabib? Khabib, I mean, I could fight Khabib. Khabib, um, he has troubles making one fifty five, you know. Yeah. And, he, and he's talked about going up a couple of times. I think he he'd be quite a bit undersized. But to be honest, I would rather just go up. You know what I mean? Fight, yeah. fight, um, Usman, fight Kobe, go up and get that middleweight belt. And that'd be yeah. fun to see. Yeah, yeah I would do. But I'm not against the Khabib fight for for the. That'd be fucking dope, bro. Yeah, I'm not not against that. Do you have any uh? Goals of getting an exhibition match like uh, like Connor did or uh, or uh, Hell like- yeah, but I don't think they're gonna like I'm I'm gonna be 37 years sir. Do I really want to go in there and fight Canelo? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but just like I told KSI, I ain't gonna die. If I make 50 million. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, shit. yeah, Then you could take a nice vacation. Yeah, right. Go get Yo, some CB. I might not win, Canelo, but I ain't going to die. And I'm coming with heat. So you're going to know you was in there with me. <laughs> Let's go. Why do the boxers never do MMA? I mean, worry we, about getting I mean kicked. we know the, we know the they answer. They worry but, about getting kicked yeah. and their arm broken. Uh, some know. shit coming from an angle they don't know. You know, the funny thing is when you spar a boxer, at least you know they're going to be do, do, do. It's going to be fundamental. MMA guys. Motherfucker can come anywhere. Yo, yo, yo. Don't even make sense why you threw a punch like that, but yeah. you threw it and it hit. So now it's a technique. It fucking sucked. Yeah. Sparring MMA dudes, uh, training for my boxing match. A, Milton would occasionally bring in yeah. uh, MMA dudes. One of them actually just fought uh, so in the little, UFC. Kinking on his yo, ass, didn't you? Yo, they just throw punches different. Yeah. They go way over, way under, and he fucked up my jaw like about a month before the fight. I thought it's I hard, broke, I it's broke hard my to shit. Eat. So oh, it's horrible. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was horrible. What do you what do you think about him and CM Punk? CM Punk. CM hey. Punk the homie. I want to see that fight. You don't? Uh no. Oh, that's good. Because you wouldn't know who to root for? No, nah, it's not that I don't want to know who to root for. I think these guys got enough juice by themselves yeah. that they can fight somebody else and gain the juice. I want to yeah. fight, I want to fight someone too. 
I want to. I want to. He's I wanna, trying to get in, the I, dude. I want to get in the octagon. I want to get in some. I cannot see. Time. I cannot see Dana not letting you fight in the UFC. It's been a conversation. I cannot see that not happening. Hey, Speak. hey, D, where you at? Let me fight. Let me see. Let me fight. I can find somebody good for me. I mean, family. obviously, like not not someone of uh, caliber where. Uh, I yeah, we don't want to put you in the number one contendership yeah. fight your first fight. Yeah, but yo, give me a. You know, we want you to fight somebody that you know. You're an athlete. You're a former wrestler. You obviously. You know, like to challenge yourself, you can box. Yeah, not to mention, I'm like, uh, I don't have that thing that's like, oh, I'm I'm scared I shouldn't be doing, like, I will, I'm ready to die. In you the athletic ring. too. It, yeah, thank that, you. That, thank that you, helps man. a lot. I mean, I've had, to, I've had to beat Bellator off with a fucking stick, dude. They want this kid, they want this kid bad. Yeah. They've been giving us first class to fucking Europe and come watch the fight. And he, he's not a Bellator guy. He's a, he wants to get in the fucking octagon, UFC. I like Bellator too, but at the end of the day, I think the the bigger draw and the bigger um, move for him will be the UFC. Yeah, yeah I don't, sure. I don't see why Dana would do it. Yeah. Speaking of fighting and weight yeah. class, um, you got to find the right opponent that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true, true. I can help you with that. Let me. I'm good at matching up. Who the fuck should fight? Yeah, who? That'd be tight. Yeah. I told, I told CM Punk the person to fight too, but the UFC won't listen to them. <laughs> true. Speaking of fighting and weight class, um, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about like? A 90, 95 pound weight class, uh, preferably for dwarfs. Shit, let's get it cracking. Because uh, who wouldn't watch that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I'm the coach. Hell, See? Would we, well, we just noticed that there's no weight class for Evan to fight in, and he's actually been training for 20 Evan, years of his life. Hey, his fades are coming any size, my G. Yeah. You can send a fade out to anybody. Because <laughs> if shit got popping right now, you got to throw down. You ain't got no training camp. You can't wait. You can't do no technique. If a motherfucker pulled up on you right now, you gotta fight. Like, think about that. And my boy, my boy is fucking brolic. Yeah, he is. He's a brick. He's a G, bro. Solid ass dude. You ever heard of uh, Bo Jackson? Yeah, yeah, that's what they compare me to. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I got you. I got you. Ah, right, yo, I want to do the. Uh... <laughs> you know what I'm thinking of, Lamar? My Lamar had a, oh, he had a bar about that. About uh, Bo Jackson, fucking athlete. That's, that's, a, that's a beast right there. Yo, I want to go to uh, audio only Q and A. Uh, I'll make it quick. I know he's he, this man's tired, tra- training man. after this. Yeah, yeah. Um, got Fucking savage. Uh, Tyron Woodley, you are fighting on March second, UFC two thirty five uh, against uh, Calamari Usman. Kamaro uh, Kamaro <laughs> Usman, aka LL Cool J, aka Calamari Usman, aka Tomorrow Usman, aka Foosman. If you think you're gonna get this belt for me, rest in. Pieces. Let's fucking go. My friend. <laughs> by the fight, guys. Follow Tyron on uh, Instagram, Twitter. What is it, by the way? T Woodley. T-W-O-O-O-D-L-E-Y. Hit me Check with that, that triple O. And make sure you guys go and cop I Beat Your Ass. It's already out. We're leaking the facts. track called Fight from Archangels. Chaos Theory that's going to drop March 4th and Monday. First, I got to beat the ass on Saturday. Two days later, I'm dropped the bomb with the album. <laughs> so make sure you guys go and pre-order that. It'll be available Friday to pre-order as well as the walkout song called Fight. If you do not have your motherfucking adrenaline pumping after you hear this song, you're dead. I have to question yeah. you. Yeah. Big fucking facts. My boy is everywhere. Thank you for watching this episode of Impulsive. Make sure to subscribe. Audio version only. Hit it up. The lights is twerkering. We'll see you guys That's next the time. lights <laughs> they were talking about. I was waiting on the light. Peace. <laughs> All right, quickly, bro. I know, I know you gotta go. I just, uh, there's a couple more things I want to. I just want to ask him about his DMs. He plugged his, he plugged his IG. Oh, I yeah. seen, I seen, um, Justina Valentina yeah. on, um, Wild and Out, just going at you. Yeah. Not, not even trying to hide shit. What do your DMs look like? You getting fucked up in there or what? 
No, my damn. Sometimes they pop and sometimes they not. You yeah. would think that there would be. You ever get that where you think your DMs is just be flooded with? Yo, them? well, uh, but, um, I, it's not all that. I would it. assume it, it's it's centered around when you're fighting. Yeah, when I'm fighting, like like I get more questions on like, hey man, you got a few minutes. What about my diet and should I train? And, uh, am I too? Is it too late for me to get in there? We see, we see it every day, and it's like it's like, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? Like, I should I, take I, the path and just don't respond. Do you do you reply to any DMs? Uh, he me no. I, so it's it's a much easier. I mean, because yeah. now easy. now it's not no. You're not playing favorites. Nobody getting a yeah. Reply. True. I mean, but yeah. even there's so much just bullshit. Like you said, people insulting me, people yeah. praising me, people need, yeah. wanting to promote. Now I don't their read app. comments. Oh, you don't his, read comments? Yeah, I don't. Oh, read comments. his shit's next level though. So like no, his his it. his DM like requests like on the request side. If you go down, you slide for a second. Every one of them's from the last 12, 10 to fifteen seconds. Like for a whole Damn, swipe, 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 fifteen yeah. seconds. I know that. Like it's yet. it's wild. I, I get I get one or two hundred a day. Like the request yeah, aside, yeah, yeah. I can imagine his like, is thousands. So you bro. get every ten seconds. You Yo, feel, it's all it's always not. It says now. now. The now. time is now. Do you ever um like decline them all? No. Yeah. Oh, you I leave did, them there? I, I did once. Like, I got a month OCD, ago. man. I have to. Oh, shut up. Because I can't see that on the 99 side. 99 plus request. I can't see that. I see. Yeah, that's where mine is. It freaks me out. But I hate seeing alerts, sir. But it becomes the same as it being empty when it's always 99 plus. It has the same effect. It's just like a part of my. So you just got to block face. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The, uh, the one thing I will say, just as, a, as, you know, what I do for myself is as opposed to even attempting to answer all these people because it's just never I try sometimes possible. and then somebody sends some bullshit I'll, I'll try to go through and I'll pick a one day to be cool and I'll go through and it'll be 200 of these motherfuckers and I'll try to say thanks cool appreciate it thank you that that's ready for what that's I would tight. do my yeah. advice is put out blanket messages from your outbound shit so I say I see all your com your comments and your requests I love you all like your life is value like Blanket everybody hey, because you know that. what I'm saying because then they'll see. The motherfucker it. sent me a disturbing message the other day and I was like, "See, now you fucked it up for everybody else." Yeah, I was on the fifth message of the 99, yeah. and I was going to try to get to half yeah. of them, and you send the bullshit. Yeah. So now everybody. Gets and by the way, for final note on it: don't like if you want to answer all the people, do it. Like, don't yeah. let me talk you out of it. That's amazing. No, no but you're I, a better. I like, I like you're a better man. Than I like what you're saying bro. because what I like, what what it comes down to is. I look at it and I can't see the 99 plus. Like if I see my text message, I gotta check it. Damn. I gotta read it. I just you, I'm, you I'm OCD. Yeah, I got yeah, zero yeah. time to, to look at any alerts. I feel that. I can't see it. It drives me. It freaks me out. Look at so. Look at this uh, number. Right uh, what's the number? Mike's text. Oh my god. What is my, on my email inbox. If I show you my phone, got, I have like only thing I have there is ninety thousand. Hey, the only thing I have like seven hundred sixty. The only thing I have there is a fucking um the um update. Because oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I try to protest the update as long oh, as I can. Oh, so, that's, that's fucking I feel like annoying. It's gonna fuck my contacts yeah, up. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. Gonna ask some new shit, and mess yeah. my phone up. That's annoying. So that's to the me. only alert I like. Man, right. Uh, your last question. Uh, you, 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 I mean, we said this. You do a lot of shit. Yeah. You, I mean, rapper, actor, uh, fighter. Acting is the hardest. A host. Yeah, and I and I saw, bro, and you're good. Yeah, you're I good. Try, which I try is, to work hard. I, that takes the most work. Acting. Yeah, yeah. You you go to coach. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I go to Warner Laughlin right there on. And not, not in regular Hollywood, actually. So I've been going on for like a year or so. The question is, do you ever fear that you're doing too much? Or is that just the kind of person you are you want to have your You know hands? what's funny is the name of my album is Chaos Theory. And Chaos Theory is that you just, you actually dwell better in chaos. So like when it's shit going crazy and baby mama drama and fucking a fight coming that's up. Tight and as fuck, music, dude. I can just sit in there and that's what I do the best. I don't know how and why. And I'm actually like, 
I try to alleviate some drama and stress from my life and cut some people and do what I need to do. But it started to freak me out because I'm like, damn, I fought five world title fights. If I tell you guys the amount of bullshit and drama and stuff that I had on my plate when I walked in that octagon, you'd be like, you should have got your ass. There's no way you've been in mental. But there's something about when they lock it, nothing matter. And that's yep. my only chance yep. to get the fuck away from everybody. Yep. And now I can just do what I do. So I've embraced it my last two training camps. And I recognize it's me. It's, it's who I am. So I do better under chaos. And when it comes to fighting, of course, I'm not going to be doing a million movies, going on readings and yeah, auditioning yeah, yeah. and stuff like that because now that's just being, you know, disrespectful to my opponent. And that's just being not very humble and yeah. you're going to get your ass whooped. So I'm not dumb, but also I'm not going to not go to the recording studio. And I, my last fight against Steel, I stopped going to the studio until the fight was over with. I'm like, why am I doing this? This is my way to release. This is my outlet. This is, you know, something I'm passionate about outside of fighting and something I love fucking doing. Like, I I made a hit the other day, and I'm like, I'm in Hawaii. I mean, I'm in, I'm in um, Milwaukee. It's negative 50 windshields. cold as fuck. Like, Damn. people throwing hot water out the window, and it's turning to dust. <laughs> See, no bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So, but I go in the studio, and I got this track, and you feel like you're in a fucking Bay Area. You feel like you're in Hawaii. Tight, it's drop tight. top. You had yeah, a pool yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just what music can do for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Big facts. Well, yo, keep all the shit up, dude. I'm I'm a fucking fan. I'm a big believer. I'm going to try to come out to the fight. Uh, and if so, possibly see you there. Boom, boom. Maybe go throw down some money in Vegas. Who knows? Yeah, Who turn knows? up at Chateau afterwards, too. What's oh, oh. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Party, fuck yeah. yeah. yeah gotta uh, Tyron Woodley, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us in this episode of Impulsive. Hit boom, that boom. subscribe button. See you guys next time. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.